0: C.S. Lewis Podcast with Alistair McGrath.
1: Thank you for listening to the show that brings you the thought and theology of C.S. Lewis with me, Ruth Jackson. Discover more about Lewis by visiting premierunbelievable.com, where you can also find lots of great articles, resources, and podcasts. And you can also register there for the chance to win a free book. If you enjoy listening to the C.S. Lewis Podcast, please do consider rating and reviewing it. But now for today's show. I am absolutely delighted to be joined by David Bates, a Brit living in the US who is one of the hosts of the absolutely fantastic Pints with Jack podcast. David, you have started a really exciting initiative um, around a C.S. Lewis reading day. Would you just say a little bit about that? Where did the idea come from? Why did you want to do this?
2: Well, I really just thought Tolkien has a reading day. So why shouldn't Lewis? Back in, I think it was 2003, the Tolkien Society, they created the Tolkien Reading Day, and they chose March 25th, a very significant day in The Lord of the Rings. It's the downfall of Sauron. And the purpose of the day was to celebrate Tolkien, promote his life and his works, principally by people reading their favorite passages and sharing it with their friends. And over the years, there have also been special online events, moots, and... uh, events at schools and museums and libraries. And it was this past Tolkien Reading Day, I thought, why don't we have the same thing for Lewis? (laughs) So I I reached out to a bunch of different podcasters, the guys from Talking Beasts, The Lamp Post Listener, The Less Known Lewis Podcast, YouTubers such as Into the Wardrobe. And I also reached out to the more established organizations like the C.S. Lewis Foundation. And there are lots of C.S. Lewis societies here in the States, in Arizona, Portland, New York, And we actually now have over 30 different content creators and organisers involved, organisational groups involved. And once I had assembled this, we took a vote. Um, We might be leading it, but we're trying to stay reasonably democratic. And we decided (laughs) that we should celebrate Lewis's reading day on his birthday so we can wish him happy birthday by reading his books. So that's November 29th. And so much like the tolkien reading day we'll be doing very similar things we'll be sharing our favorite passages of cs lewis and on our instagram we've constantly been sharing the our favorite quotations in graphical form and we'll be producing a whole new load of them so people can just share them if they like but also between all these content creators we're going to have special podcast episodes and videos we're going to have some collaborations between some different content creators. And we are also going to try and hold a special live stream with as many of us as we can uh, of these different content creators uh, where we can talk about the work that we're doing, why Lewis is special to us. And we're also going to be giving away hundreds of dollars of books, including some first editions.
1: Wow. And the, just going back a little bit, why did you feel like it was really <laughs> important to celebrate Lewis in this way? Why, why is he worthy of celebration?
2: Well, we can't let all the talking nerds have all the fun. That just doesn't seem right. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> uh, but but honouring him in this particular way, well, it's one of the consequences of it is it exposes people who have never heard of Lewis to his works. And it invites those who have read a little bit of Lewis to go further up and further in, uh, to move from a few books and a few favourite quotations to diving deeply into his works. One of the things we completely we, we say about our podcast repeatedly is that it's an on-ramp. It's for helping people go go deeper into lewis's works um and also accelerating this way helps build the lewis community and i will occasionally throw a little bit of shade at the Tolkien community i may or may not have had a debate uh online with with the uh, talking podcasters about who is better c.s lewis or tolkien i think i won but that's another matter <laughs> but one of the things that the tolkien community does really well is community they get together and and build on tolkien's work and uh Honestly, if there's one thing we can learn from the Inklings, it's the power of encouragement and collaboration. Mm. So celebrating Lewis in this way will help do the things that he did, replicate the Inklings across the globe, and in so doing, help people come to know Lewis and the rest of the Inklings better.
1: And I guess, obviously, at this stage of recording... There was, there's not loads of stuff put in place. You've got lots of ideas. But how can people get involved? Are there places that they can go to sign up for things? What What's the best way to get involved if people think that's an amazing initiative?
2: Well, we do have a web page already. It's at pinesfordjack.com slash reading day with a dash in between reading hyphen day. Or you can just Google it. You should find it straight away. And uh, the easiest way for people to participate is to share their favorite Lewis quotations on social media on November 29th, tag it with the hashtag, read C.S. Lewis, hashtag readcs Lewis. And as I said, we'll have a load of graphics on our web page, and we'll be posting them on our social media platforms all day. So if it's just easier to retweet and repost, you can just do that. Um, but I would also say if people want to do something different, get creative, you know, in, invite some friends together to read one of Lewis's essays. Invite your neighbors over to eat Turkish delight. Don't betray your family <laughs> once you do this. <laughs> uh, read the Chronicles of Narnia to your children. Watch a movie, either one of the Narnia ones, or there's a bunch of biographical ones about Lewis. And uh, you can sign up for the mailing list, specifically for this Lewis Reading Day. It's on that webpage. And we also have a contact form on pintsofjack.com if you want to reach out to us and tell us what things you've got planned either online or in your local community.
1: Thanks so much for that, David. I'll make sure that there's a link in the show notes as well so that people can get get a hold of that. Just, yeah, remember that date, November the 29th. Now, uh, David, what, one of the things I really wanted to ask you about, I know you do this so well on Pints with Jack, taking something that is potentially a little bit complicated and kind of bringing it into the vernacular, as Lewis did so well, and delving really deep into the chapters. As you say, you go sort of chapter by chapter, rather than just like a whole big chunk. Do you have any advice for people who would really like to get into Lewis, but I just don't really know where to start? I mean, perhaps they're put off slightly by the archaic language or... <laughs> I guess, you know, the context is just very different, isn't it? And if you're not a white middle-aged man in Britain, perhaps (laughs) feeling like you maybe don't have that much in common with the author of of these works that you're trying to read.
2: Well, first of all, I would say choose your first work wisely. Um, And I would say pick the literary genre that speaks to you. Lewis wrote in basically every genre that there is. So whether it's, you know, fantasy, essay, literary criticism, um, apologetics, pick, pick a, a genre that works for you and i'd also encourage people not to neglect narnia just because you're an adult it is perfectly fine for narnia to be the first books of his that you that you read uh, because they are also some of his richest and if you don't want to invest too much time an essay is can be super short um or if you just want to get oriented with lewis's life watch the most reluctant convert it was a movie that came out a couple of years ago by max mclean and Through that movie, you can get a sense of his life, but also a taste of his works, because virtually every line in that movie is drawn directly from a Lewis work. And I would say then when you start reading Lewis, read slowly. You you don't get prizes if you finish quicker. One of the great (laughs) things about doing this podcast is that we read Lewis's works slowly. And like all good meals, you then get to savor it because Lewis is a marinade. He's not ketchup. You don't just sort of squirt it over the top and and wolf it down. You, You let that stuff soak into you. So read stuff nice and slowly. And also, I would suggest to anybody reading Lewis, do what he did. Read it in community. Get together with just a friend or two, a pint, a coffee, whatever is your tipple of choice. Get together with friends and read Lewis and then discuss it because it's very often in those conversations as you're discussing his works that you start to find the real gold that's there.
1: That's all really helpful. And I would highly recommend listening to Pints with Jack as well. If you don't know where to start, maybe start with something that you think might interest you and, and click on that. I, I know I listen to yours a lot when I'm running and I must admit that I always, regardless of the podcast, I always listen on double speed. So I see what you're saying about the marinating, but I just listen to it faster <laughs> cause Then it gets it's okay. Quicker. I do the
2: same thing. <laughs>
0: Before we rejoin the rest of today's podcast, I have a very special offer for you to help you have an even more meaningful spiritual experience this Easter. As you know, N.T. Wright is without doubt one of the greatest Christian thinkers and apologists of our time, and some of Tom Wright's answers to questions about Jesus' death, resurrection, and return are some of the most poignant and thought-provoking. That's why we've created a brand new downloadable devotional resource that's perfect for the Easter season featuring these questions and Tom's answers. This five-day devotional journey titled Jesus' Death, Resurrection and Return is only available to friends like you as our thanks for your gift today. And remember, your support is truly critical to help keep resources and podcasts like Ask He Write Anything and Unbelievable going strong because this ministry is completely funded by friends like you. So please give the very best gift you can today and make sure to download your copy of Jesus' Death, Resurrection and Return devotional at premierinsight.org forward slash CS Lewis. That's premierinsight.org forward slash CS Lewis. Thank you.
1: David, as we come to the end of this podcast, we're coming up to the 60-year anniversary of CS Lewis' death. And there's... You know, there are so many people that think that C.S. Lewis is still relevant today. There would be people on the other side as well that say that actually he's had his time. He was great while he was there, but he's not relevant anymore in the 21st century. Presumably, as someone who hosts Pints with Jack, a podcast celebrating his work, you do think that he is still relevant 60 years after his death. But, But would you be able to articulate why you do still think he's relevant?
2: I think this would take about another hour <laughs> to, to express all the ways. <laughs> we have all, all the all time the in the world. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, I think at the most basic level, he is an excellent writer and good writing is always relevant. He's an excellent writer who speaks to your mind and will, will, will form you and help you to think in different ways. And this was what Lewis did himself in, in an experiment in criticism. He says, my own eyes aren't enough for me. I must see through the eyes of others that's what lewis is very good at doing helping you see through the eyes of others engaging not only your intellect but also i mentioned it before your imagination uh he makes all of this stuff real he allows you to step into another world and not just learn a few new facts and i'd also say lewis is relevant because of the stuff that he talked about and he did this across all of his work and i've I mentioned he's written in every genre. So you you see lots of the same ideas reappearing in different forms, in different ways. But Lewis is always tackling stuff that matters. Um, He speaks about human nature. He speaks about grace. And these things don't change. And as he said in The Four Loves, all that is not eternal is eternally out of date. But the things that Lewis did write about are eternal. And so therefore Lewis can never be out of date.
1: I, have, I did say that was the last question. I totally lied because I've got another question for you, if you don't <laughs> mind, David. You must have, having interviewed so many of these people who presumably their own lives were profoundly impacted by Lewis uh, for a lot of them, uh, have you met anyone whose life was completely transformed for whom Lewis was kind of the reason that they came to faith?
2: Yes. And once again, you find it across all of his works. It, it's not simply everybody reads mere Christianity and then they accept christ and very often people see lewis's influence in retrospective there's actually a line in lewis's best work the great divorce where he talks about (laughs) heaven and hell being retrospective and i think every christian can recognize this when they look back on their life when they're telling their testimony and they see even their missteps they see god's hand working through their life bringing them ultimately to where they are today and i've had many people report that with regards to lewis In terms of when they look back, they see his influence all the way back from when they were children reading the Chronicles of Narnia. Back when they were studying Romantic poetry or uh, English literature and they came into contact with him again. And then also started considering the the deeper questions of life, such as suffering. And then they read The Problem of Pain. And then they start to ask questions about mere Christianity and read mere Christianity. And there's actually a a movie that's that's coming out around now called Surprised by Oxford. Dr. Carolyn Weber and her story is shaped very much by Oxford and the Inklings and it's called "Surprise" by Oxford. It's both a book and a movie and she is just one of many many examples. In fact I would, I would say there's, there's barely a guest that we haven't had on the show. There's barely a guest that we've had on the show who hasn't been influenced by Lewis in at least a very profound way.
1: David, thank you so much. We're not done with you yet because we are going to be speaking to you about Christmas in a later episode. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for sharing that. And um, as I said, we'll be putting links about how to get involved with the Lewis Reading Day.
2: Wonderful. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the, the Lewis community come together and uh, both celebrate and uh, evangelize Lewis um, because Lewis isn't just an evangelist for Christ, he's also an evangelist for good reading. And so, you know, you, you, you read Lewis, you get holier and you also get smarter. And I don't think there's a better deal that we can offer than that.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, David. Thank you for listening to the C.S. Lewis podcast with me, Ruth Jackson. Discover more about Lewis by visiting premierunbelievable.com, where you can also find lots of great articles, resources and podcasts and do register there for the chance to win a free book. That's premierunbelievable.com. If you enjoy listening to the C.S. Lewis podcast, please do consider rating and reviewing it. Thank you for listening and see you next time.